Hello, welcome to Extra Virgin, a podcast for gourmands who love to travel and travellers who love good food. I'm your host, Natasha Mirosh, an insatiably curious food and travel writer who's toured and tasted her way around more than 60 countries. Join me now as I talk to the people who make travelling and eating such a delicious adventure. Hi, my name's Amanda McInerney. I'm the author of Lamb's Ears and Honey, a food and travel blog, and I'm a freelance food and travel writer. And I live in the Adelaide Hills, just outside of Adelaide in South Australia. I live on 40 acres where we raise Black Angus cattle, but we are less than half an hour from the CBD, a fact that that makes lots and lots of Melbourne and Sydney folk very, very jealous indeed because we get to live a rural life within 20 to 25 minutes of the city. The Adelaide Hills is a cool climate wine-producing region. I'm actually Adelaide Plains born and bred, but I moved up to the hills with my family about 20 years ago. Adelaide's a city of about 1.3 million people and aside from what is mostly good-natured banter with Melbourne, we are a pretty friendly bunch. It's really all still a bit like a great big country town at times here. Like most of Australia, it's very culturally diverse with large ethnic population groups that have all brought something unique to our collective table. One thing that makes South Australia unique is that South Australia has the, I believe, the only original settlements of German migrants. We've got several German towns in South Australia, uh, in the Barossa Valley and in the Adelaide Hills, and the origins of those towns go back well over 150 years. Now, we have the Germans' influence in their traditional wine-producing schools, combined with our ideal great growing climate to thank for our wine reputation, which is significant. The greatest city of Adelaide is very sprawly across the plains. It stretches 20 kilometres from the coast up to the foothills and 96 kilometres north to south from Gawler to Selix Beach. We're lucky that we have a huge range of fabulous beaches that are really within easy reach of almost all of us. They're clean, they're safe, they're family friendly. They stretch from the northern suburbs all the way down to the southern suburbs. And at worst, most of us are not much more than an hour from a beach, uh, which is really just as well because summers here get hot, really, really hot. Those who want to escape the heat can either go to the hills or to the beach. The hills are very close and the leafy valleys mean that the temperature in the Adelaide Hills is guaranteed to be at least a few degrees cooler during a heat wave and often more than five degrees cooler on a summer night, which makes a big difference, believe me. People often think that Adelaide's a bit quiet, but that's really not the case. There's really always something to do here. I do hear a lot of interstaters still refer to Adelaide as the city of churches, and that is totally not the case anymore. If anything, we're probably the city of bars, breweries and distilleries because, like everyone else, our social life has become very important and there was a change in licensing laws a few years back that really, really changed the food and drink scene in Adelaide. It's very easy to find your way around our city. It's got a nice tidy grid layout and uh, we've got an increasing number of trams now. When it comes to things that don't cost much, I'd 
suggest a couple of things. One is, one of the most important is Tandania, which is in Grenfell Street in the city. It's the National Aboriginal Cultural Institute. It's an art museum that is a venue for visual arts, performing arts, community arts, cultural performances and information. And it's the oldest Aboriginal-owned and run cultural centre in Australia. Or you can take a stroll through the Adelaide Central Market. Again, this is a very old covered market. It's been in the city for well over 100 years. It's a produce market with increasing numbers of gourmet-type stalls and cute little bars and eateries where you can perch on a stall and grab something delicious. Uh, A lot of the produce stalls are still run by families that have run them for some generations. And it's it's pretty unique to have something like that in the centre of the city. The main shopping precinct in the city is Rundle Mall, where you'll find all the normal big stores and department stores, chain outlets. But if you wander a little further down Rundle Mall to Rundle Street East, you'll find loads of very cool little boutiques, clothing boutiques, interesting stores and heaps of restaurants and the odd bar. Harking back to German heritage, South Australia is actually Australia's largest wine producing state and a lot of people don't realise that. The South Australia accounts for more than half of the national wine grape production And a couple of years ago, Adelaide was designated as one of the great wine capitals of the world. That's pretty prestigious and and unique for, for Australia. In South Australia, we have 18 distinct wine regions. Nearly all of them are accessible within a couple of hours' drive of the city. The Coonawarra takes a little bit longer. It's probably not a day trip, but it's but it could be depending how keen you are. And some of the the greatest wines in Australia, the most well-known brands come from South Australia, Uh, Penfolds and Sepults, big names like that. We've also got in Adelaide the National Wine Centre. Again, that is a, a unique establishment. It's in the middle of the city. You can take a stroll through the Botanic Gardens in the heart of the, which are in the heart of the city, and end up at the National Wine Centre. They've got vineyards there, so you can wander around and look at different wine grapes growing. It offers guided tours for only fifteen dollars, and it's sensory and interactive. So you can get a look at Australian winemaking and the state of the art that it's in. The Wine Centre is a national showcase of the Australian wine industry. And once you've done a little tour and got to know a few things, there's a a wine bar restaurant where you can have a taste. They offer over 120 wines by the glass. If you're wanting to head to the beach and you haven't got a car, The Glenelg Tram is in the centre of the city. It's the direct route to what is our most popular beach and beachside suburb. In 20 minutes, you can be flat out on a towel. You can fish off the Glenelg Jetty. There's beach volleyball and games down there. Loads and loads, again, of interesting shops, bars. Uh, There's the marina, um, seafood restaurants. And Glenelg has Australia's only bar actually on a beach, the Mosley Beach Bar that um, operates during summer months and you can sit around on a deck chair and just take in the air. Again, back to what, what there is to do in Adelaide, there's heaps.
Mad March is probably best known in Australia, at least. March is when we have the Adelaide Festival, Writers Week, the Adelaide Fringe, WOMAD, the Cellador Wine Festival and the French Film Festival. And if you can't find something to do in March in Adelaide, you're seriously not trying. Wintertime, if football or laneway bars don't do it for you on a cool night or a cool day, you can head up to the Adelaide Hills where we've got multiple wineries, all of which offer roaring fires, some of the best cool climate wines in the country and fabulous food. In spring, we uh, have Asia, which is Australia's leading arts festival devoted to engagement with Asia. Uh, if you're hungry, there's a lucky dumpling market in October and November, the Adelaide Film Festivals in October, the Italian Film Festivals in October. There's lots of live music venues around town and some very popular pubs. Some of the most notable would be the Governor Hindmarsh, which has been a live music venue for ever. The Exeter, right in the heart of the city in uh, the east, east end of Rundle Street. The Stag, again, at the bottom of the east end of Rundle Street. And Told the Maiden Magpie is quite popular too. As far as classical entertainment, we've got the Festival Theatre. The theatre has just been beautifully refurbished and reopened. Uh, uh, so you can grab a show or you can go and listen to the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra if they're performing and if you're really lucky they'll be performing in the Adelaide Town Hall which is one of the most beautiful venues we've got it's small but lovely my weekend okay I live in the Adelaide Hills so I'll often kick my weekend off with a visit to the local farmers market I'm on the board of the farmers market in Mount Pleasant which I'm very proud of. It's a really authentic country market. It is supplied by genuine farmers. It's a country town, but it's still not much more than an hour out of Adelaide. There's also the Adelaide Hills Farmers Market in Mount Barker. When we're feeling energetic, we could, if we chose, grab a bicycle and cycle along the Amy Gillett Bikeway that was inaugurated some years ago in uh, memory of Amy Gillett, the Australian cyclist. It's uh, 17 kilometres of sealed bike track from Oakbank to Mount Torrens through the Onkaprinka Valley, which is just gorgeous. There's lots of walks up in the Adelaide Hills, the sea and all of those are very easily accessible from the city. The Morialta Falls Conservation Park is really like 10 to 15 minutes out of the CBD. They've got different tracks and the in the wintertime and, and spring, less so in autumn, you, there's water in the falls and they're stunning. Another walk that is popular is what's called the Pioneer Women's Trail and this is a really interesting historic 22 kilometre long walk from Verdun in the Adelaide Hills to Beaumont in the eastern suburbs, About Beaumont's probably 10 minutes out of the CBD. The German women and girls used to trek it once a week to sell their fresh produce in Adelaide. They'd walk down, they'd start at night time, they'd walk down, get to town to Beaumont where they would sell their produce first thing in the morning and then they'd turn around and walk back and each of them would bring back two bricks to help build their church. There's craft markets that I like to go to, uh, the Stirling monthly lanes, laneway markets are 
always great. There's loads of little artisan things there, food, ice cream. It's just a really fun place. There's live music and it's actually quite close. Well, it's held adjacent to my favourite place in Stirling, which is Matilda's Bookshop. I have, have yet to come out of there without several books. It's a wonderful little independent bookshop. Afternoons in the hills can be spent catching up with friends at one of the local wineries. Many of them have stunning views. A lot of them have gorgeous gardens and lawns and treed areas so you can get a platter and a bottle of wine and just sit back in the shade. Or you can head to one of the distilleries. Ambleside Distillery in Harndorf is a very popular spot. They've just really extended and they've got great views back over the river. Again, lovely platters and some fantastic gin. The Lobethal Beer House is a craft brewery in Lobethal that, that does fantastic meals, but you have to book there flat out. My favourite place for lunch is Mount Lofty Ranges Vineyard at Lenswood, but many of the wineries, places like them, the Lane and Pike and Joyce do great lunches. In the Adelaide Hills, we've got Beerenberg, which a brand that lots of Australians might recognise. Their jams are found in lots of high-end hotels and airlines. They are a family business that have a strawberry farm where you can go and pick your strawberries. They have just opened the most wonderful new visitors centre. It's been some years in the making. It's enormous. They sell a huge range of all of their products, which is a lot more than just jam. They've got a demonstration kitchen. They've got event space. They've got a little park called Strawberry Lane where you can discover the history of the area, discover things you didn't know about strawberries. And they've got a fabulous cafe with a baker. They make their own pies and, and an artisan ice creamery where they make their own ice creamery using their own strawberries. When it comes to pub food, some days all you really want is a good parmy or a mixed grill at the Balhanna Hotel, which is my local here in Balhanna in the Adelaide Hills. They do a wonderful mixed grill. For when it comes to a nice lunch, if I'm trying to impress somebody or I just want to be a bit spoiled, my absolute favourite without any competition at all is Mount Lofty Ranges Vineyard at Lenswood. The food there is exceptional. The chef uh, is a guy called Tom Bowden. He's ex the Ritz in London. His food is thoughtful. It's local and consistently exceptional. The wine is wonderful and the views are great. When it comes to Asian food, we've got plenty. Uh, in Adelaide, Guja Street has loads of lots of little Asian restaurants, Chinese and other Asian food. My favourite for noodles is a little place called Wa Hing, very unassuming, but great, great food. Bai Long Store is another, another favourite of mine. It's on Hutt Street. They do an amazing Guinness battered eggplant served with a sticky caramelised Sichuan sauce. Another reason I really like it is because they do fantastic tea. I'm a tea addict and I know that I'll always get a really good cup of tea. For Japanese food, there are some big names around that are noted, but I recently discovered one in Melbourne Street called Sato that has been there for quite some years and it was extraordinarily authentic and really fresh Japanese food, thoroughly enjoyable. 
Italian, we've we've got plenty more than our fair share of Italian restaurants here. Family favourites for me, La Trattoria in King William Street in the middle of the city. That is a place that my kids love. It's where we go for comfort food. It's very traditional Italian bistro kind of a place. The waiters know you. They've been there forever. And they do a sun-dried tomato gnocchi that'll knock your socks off. And if you're feeling a bit under the weather, their, their um, stracciatella soup is, is a favourite comfort food of mine. If I'm looking for upmarket Italian food, I'll go to Chianti, which is a northern Italian restaurant in Hart Street. Again, it's a long-established Adelaide tradition and has a fabulous wine list. For something, for a little spot that's making uh, quite a buzz at the moment is Fugazi. It's quite new. It's in Lee Street in the middle of the city. It's got a swanky New York-style fit-out and uh, one of their signature dishes is something they call Roman Vegemite Soldiers, which is anchovy whipped butter and lemon on toast and you could just eat them till the cows come home. They do lots and lots of interesting little nibbles and some fabulous main dishes, great wine list and exceptional service from their staff. If you're looking for views in the middle of the city, 2KW Rooftop Bar on the corner of North Terrace and King William Street is fabulous. If you're after fresh seafood, then in the same building is Fish Bank on the ground floor. Uh, Beautiful fresh seafood, loads of choice, loads of a big big menu with many different ways to enjoy seafood. And they've got a caviar cart that they've not long instituted, which they trundle around from Fridays to Sundays serving caviar with a nip of vodka. When it comes to something really classy and really, really special, you still can't beat Penfold's Megillah Estate. It's on the top of Kensington Road, 10 to 15 minutes out of the CBD. Views out over the city, sunset views to die for, Penfold's Wine, which is exceptional wine and a fabulous food with uh, the most incredible juice that you'll get. The last place I thought I might mention is a place called Aurora. Now, this is, an, again, another new restaurant, and they call themselves Fine Dining with a Conscience, and they're actually part of what's called the Light Independent Creative Project, which is a not-for-profit, and Aurora focuses on sustainability, local pro- produce and social responsibility with a, a big focus specifically on the well-being of its staff. For insider tips, there's a number 99 bus in the city that does, it's a free bus and it does a lap of the city and North Adelaide. I think it runs every half hour or so. It's a great way just to hop on, sit down, get a look at the city, orientate yourself before you work out where you want to go, and it's free. And a little secret that a lot of people don't realise is the linear park that runs from the foothills, I think, but you can pick it up in the city at the Torrens near the Festival Centre. It's a 12-kilometre walk from the Festival Centre down to Henley Beach where you can catch a bus back into the city and you're in nature the whole way. It's a linear park alongside the river. It's like being in the country but you're in the middle of the city and the suburbs. So that's just a little taste of my Adelaide. It's got a lot more to offer and we'd love to welcome you and show you around. 
You've been listening to Extra Virgin, a podcast for the Epicurious. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can follow Extra Virgin Food and Travel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't already, go to Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review.